Welcome to Terminal Value. So everything I do here at Terminal Value is based around one big question, and that is how do growth-oriented people transform their business and their life to achieve world-class levels of value in everything they do? That is the question, and I am here to bring you the answers. My name is Doug Utberg, and this is Terminal Value. I publish new podcast episodes five times per week. So make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any content. And also make sure to follow me on social. You can just look for the Doug Utberg handle. Please comment and let me know your thoughts. I'm looking forward to working together so that we can make your life amazing. Welcome to the Terminal Value Podcast. We have Eric Twiggs with us today. That is a Twiggs with two Gs, T-W-I-G-G-S. And what we're going to be talking about today is actually how to dominate procrastination on the way to world, world class. class. Uh, and so, you know, one of the things that Eric really does is he helps entrepreneurs and executives overcome procrastination. And, you know, of course, you know, it's easy to say, oh, well, I don't procrastinate. It's like, well, Everybody procrastinates about something. So I can honestly say I don't procrastinate about certain things and that I do procrastinate about other things. And at least in my view, what really overcoming procrastination or dominating procrastination, as I like to say, is about is really about understanding what are the things that you are choosing to prioritize and what are the things that you're pushing and make sure that those are the right things. Now, with that said, Eric and I didn't talk about this at all at the pre-show, so he might just completely smack me down. Uh, with that said, Eric, please introduce yourself and uh, let's get the conversation going. Hey, thank you. So, so I'm Eric Twiggs. I am your procrastination prevention partner. I'm the author of The Discipline of Now, and I'm the host of the 30-Minute Hour podcast, and I help entrepreneurs and executive leaders to beat procrastination so they can make more money, get more done, and feel more confident. Outstanding. Outstanding. All right. Well, so kind of tell us, you know, I told you my view of how procrastination creeps in, but you've obviously, this is your specialty. This is what you deal with every day. Tell me, what is it that I'm missing or what else should I be thinking about when it comes to both understanding and beating procrastination? Well, I think the key thing is awareness. And yeah. that the, I wrote the book to heighten everybody's awareness as it relates to procrastination, because it looks like I'll talk to people who say, oh, Eric, I always procrastinate and that's not the case like i've yet to meet a person that procrastinates in every aspect of their life and what i have met is people who procrastinate at work but then when they're at home and they have to get the kids to school and keep everything on schedule they never procrastinate and vice versa i've met people who procrastinate at home on household tasks but they're on point at work so the key thing is about awareness and paying attention to the things that trigger you to procrastinate. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, well, okay. So and one of the things that you've seen, what are some of those things that trigger people to procrastinate? I mean, because I think a lot of my observations have been very similar to yours. One of the things that I'm fond of saying is that, you know, for everybody who looks like they have everything together, there's some part of their life that's a complete and total mess, <laughs> you know, just because there's not <laughs> enough time and energy to absolutely have everything dialed in at once. <laughs> Hey, I resemble that remark, by the way. But uh, <laughs> but no, so I always say like the root cause of procrastination is discomfort. There's some discomfort that causes people to hesitate. And it, it could be as simple as task aversion, right? You just yeah. you just don't like doing the task. 
You just don't like, I don't like doing my taxes. I'll put it off until the very last minute if I can. Or it could be something, it could be fear, fear-based, which is very common. A lot yeah. of times when you're pursuing something that's aspirational, the you start hearing the other voices questioning if you should really be doing that. And that can cause you to slow up. But really the root cause is there's some type of discomfort, something you're not comfortable with that can cause you to procrastinate. Got it. Okay. Well, so, you know, as we're going through, right, you know, at least I would think that the process we'd want to go through is we want to identify what those discomforts are and then confront and overcome them. Particularly the things that we know are really most important to be doing now. Because of course, right, there's some things where the cost of procrastination is very high. There's there'll be other things where the cost is relatively low. I would think that the the ones where the either value of getting it done fast or the cost of delay is high, those are the things we want to move to the front of the queue. Of course, those are usually the things where we have the most fear and anxiety associated with doing them. And they're usually the things that are the least fun. Yeah, sure. I think so. One of the big things is there's a, people have a struggle with perfectionism, uh-huh. right? And that, that causes people to procrastinate because it's like, oh, I need to have, I need to have everything figured out before I can move. I, I've got to do more research. I've got to get more information and I've got to, and sometimes it deep down it's fear. It, yeah. Because they, they're afraid. So they use that as an excuse that they don't have all the information. But what I suggest to people is to really focus on progress over perfection. And I always say that you can't allow perfect to become the enemy of progress. Yeah. That's a huge key to overcoming procrastination, especially with a big project or something aspirational. What's the next step? What's the right next? What's the next step you can take to move yeah. in that direction? Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I think that's really important is the idea of, I mean, because the way that I think about it is, you know, I, I almost think in terms of the, you know, the compound interest equation. If you think of compounding effects, usually what happens is that the impacts at the very beginning are almost imperceptible, but over time they get larger and larger and larger and larger. And the thing is, if you're not moving, you can't have any compounding effects work in your favor. And so I think, at least in my view, that's the big aha when it comes to overcoming procrastination. Oh, sure. Yeah. And then a lot of times as you move the other, so you may not know what to do, but then when you take the first step, that's the next step reveals itself and yeah. you, you'll meet somebody who can help you with the next step that you did you wouldn't have seen until you took that step. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I think one of the ways that I've heard it is one of my favorite sayings that uh, a bad decision is better than no decision because a bad decision you can always address as you go along. If you make no decision, you're not moving anywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. You get the opportunity to course correct. So no, exactly. he is moving forward. Exactly. Got it. Okay. Well, let's see. So let's say somebody's listening to this right now and they're saying, all right, you know, I hear what you're saying. I'm ready to go and really just tackle procrastination in my life, to dominate procrastination and really make sure that I'm really in charge of it. What's the best first step for people to take? What I would say is getting in the habit of making an appointment with yourself. Uh huh. So instead of saying that, hey, I'm going to do this thing, uh, you know, I'm going to write a blog post, let's say, yeah. instead of saying, I'm going to do that, get in the habit of saying, okay, on Tuesday at one o'clock in my office, I'm going to make that blog post and I'm going to put it on my calendar and I'm going to set a reminder uh, because that is the most, uh, the clients I've worked with who told me they were chronic procrastinators. Once they got in the habit of making those appointments with themselves, that went a long way. 
for them making sure they were getting things done. So if you're looking for a basic step, that's it. Now, it's not just enough just to make the appointment. You you have to put the day, the time, and the place that you're going to do the thing in. The studies show that if you include the place, then you're 40% more likely to actually do it. You say, Oh, interesting. Yeah. So if if you say, I'm going to do, I'm going to write the blog post on Monday at two o'clock in my home office or at the public library or at the Starbucks. Now Uh that increases the likelihood that it'll get done. So that's the basic step I would take. Excellent. That's really interesting. And Okay, so note to self that when I'm making appointments with myself to include the place where I'm going to be doing the activity. Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, let's see. So, okay, so let's say that we've, we've gone to that step, right? You know, we've, we've said, okay, you know, the things that are going to be the most important, we're going to be, we're going to put them on our schedule that, you know, the date, the time, the activity, the place. So once we've gotten to that step, what's next? What, you know, what takes us to that next level after that? Well, I always say that clarity is the starting point of success. So the bottom line is you, you really want to be clear on where you want to go and what it is you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. I, I would say at a minimum, look five years out. Yeah. Right. I would look five years out and even project yourself into the future. And yeah. it's five years from today and you're talking to yourself and you're saying self, you know what, man, this has been the most successful five years I've ever had. What makes you say that, right? Is yeah. it, hey, I've got this best-selling book. I've done a TED talk. I, so now you know, you have an idea of what your goals are. And then from there, after you've gained the clarity of exactly what it is you want, now you can start to break it down. And so I have something I call the Twigs Top 5. Okay. So every day I, on my little three by five card, I have my five key priorities that I need to have accomplished for that particular day. And I, I try to write it the night before. Yeah. So when my day ends, I'm writing it for the next day. And those five key priorities align with my vision. And so it could be really small steps, like we talked about earlier, that are going to move me in the direction of, of my vision. But that's, that's next. So now you have clarity and you're doing things daily that are going to get you to your goal. Got it. Okay. So, all right. So just a little bit of a recap. So one, what we've talked about is we talked about how we have, you know, make the schedule with yourself, make sure you have, you know, the date the time, the activity, the place, and then also make sure that you have, that you set your vision, think about five years and then work backwards to really understand, right? What are the things that you will need to do in order to get to that vision point? Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's, right. those are the keys. Excellent. All right. Well, so I think we've gone through some of the mechanics of overcoming procrastination. Now, you know, help us out with some of that vision. What are some of the things that you have seen you know, that you've seen people really be able to accomplish? What are some of the impacts that you've seen that have come from implementing these steps? Oh, my goodness. I mean, I've worked with people who have launched businesses and when they were working like, so one of the most rewarding things I was, was at a trade show. Yeah. And a lady came up to me and she said, you don't remember me, but, you know, several years ago, I saw you speak. I got one of your CDs. And as a result, I started the business that I'm in now. And I'm <laughs> I'm like, man, that's that's just so rewarding. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and it was one of those, you know, how you have one of those days sometimes where it's just like, oh, you know, I'm making these calls. I'm doing this. Is it worth it? No. And yeah, it, that's just another reminder that you just never know who you're impacting 
yeah. when you're putting your message out there. Gotcha. No, I think that completely makes sense. I mean, and especially just because, you know, I think that in a lot of cases, right, you know, if you can get those stumbling blocks, you can get those things that just that hold yourself back, you can get those out of the way. It's really remarkable how fast you can make progress, you know, just because, you know, the, the amount of focus time that it takes to do a certain number of things usually isn't nearly as much as you would think. It's in a lot of times what happens is whatever you need to work on ends up waiting behind a number of other things. And so it feels like it takes a lot longer than it does. And it feels like it requires a lot more effort than it does. Yeah, I think the key is prioritizing. Yeah. Right. You know, doing the things that line up with your goals. Here's what gets me, right? When, when okay. people say that they don't have time to do things. Oh, I didn't have time. I didn't get out. It's all about priority, right? And, yeah. I, and I have a thing I, I do. It's the, the $100,000 briefcase test. Okay. The $100,000 in the briefcase test. So sometimes I'll have a client that says, yeah, Eric, I, you know, I know we had our scheduled coaching call and yeah, I just, I didn't have time. I had too much going on. And so I said, okay, you know, let's imagine there's $100,000 in a briefcase and, and to get the briefcase, you have to be on time for my call. You, you have to find a way to be on time for my calls. Would you do it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. So that proves that the hundred thousand said a hundred thousand dollars was a priority, right? So making my call apparently wasn't right. You yeah. had other things going on because if something's really a priority, you will find a way to make it happen. And that's why yeah. you have to really get clear on what is what are your priorities. Yes, exactly. I mean, in a lot of cases, what I've found is that what is your priority actually is not as important as what isn't your priority. Because I think one of my personal weaknesses is that, you know, I'm a say yes and figure it out kind of person, which means that I have exposure to a lot of opportunities, but it means that if I'm not extremely diligent about taking things off my plate, I get overwhelmed. I'll end up having my time overwhelmed really quick. And, you know, I'll just complete fair warning. I am not as diligent as I need to be in this. And I know that it's going to be something I'm going to be fighting my entire life. Just because I'm the type of person that takes on new projects, even when I'm already oversubscribed, just because... I'm terminally curious about everything. And I feel like there's opportunities out there more or less everywhere. You know, now on balance, this is probably a destructive habit, but it's just a part of how my personality is developed. You know, one of the things I've learned is that there is no one way to be successful. There are many ways that you can be successful. And there are also many ways that you can fail. And you can be both successful and you can be both very successful and be an enormous failure with just about any type of personality or strategy. Yeah. So the thing, and I've dedicated a whole chapter of the book to saying no, uh, chapter yeah. six, because that's a chapter I've had to re reread myself and right? wrote it over and over and over again. But it's what, so what happens is, and as you start to become more successful, more known, you yeah. can get more requests. Yeah. Right? But not every opportunity is the right fit. I mean, that's something exactly. you have to understand. And certainly you end up doing things that really aren't priorities. And I know that's one of the areas where I still need to grow as well is that, is yeah, is that, you know, I don't know, just psychologically, I have a hard time saying no to a lot of things. <laughs> the volunteer organizations love me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Volunteer organizations love me. <laughs> yeah. Again, I, I, that's something I, I've had to work on. And, yeah. you know, the funny thing is, I don't know if this is fate or something, but like every time like I'll do a blog post or something yeah. or I do a video about saying no, 
somebody comes to me with some opportunity. Yep. And, and like I have to really put being, right. I'm being tested. As, as Napoleon Hill would say, you're being tested by infinite intelligence. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have to go back to the video. I have to go back to what I wrote just to see, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Michelangelo and David, right? You know, the way Michelangelo sculpted David was he said he cut away all the parts that weren't David. Sounds really simple. It's harder <laughs> to do in practice, but it's extremely sound philosophy. Absolutely. All right. Well, Eric, it has been an amazing conversation. I'd love to just get one or two more thoughts uh, and then please let us know where we can learn more. Uh, let us know your website and uh, let us know which social networks you're most active on. So as far as the website would be the ericmtwigs.com. So you could get a copy of the book, The Discipline of Now, 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination. You can also... Uh, visit the 30 minute hour.net. That's my podcast, 30 minute hour. Uh -huh. You can check out the episodes. We rank in the top 2% according to listen notes and globally of all podcasts. So definitely check out the 30 minute hour. And you said you wanted some additional thoughts or insights. Yeah, just your last on, couple of thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think, I mean, yet procrastination is a silent killer, right? And, yep. and it's easy to think that you're getting away with it, you know, because there's no, sometimes there's no immediate consequence, but you have to know that there is a long-term effect. So it's better to put the small steps in place and really practice discipline. And my definition of discipline is doing the things that you said you would do after the move that you set it in has passed. I like that. I like that. I'm going to remember that one. Doing the things you said you would do after the mood you set it in was passed. All right. We'll hold on to that one. And uh, Eric, I really, really appreciate your time today. Hey, thank you for having me. This has been a pleasure. All right. Outstanding. Thank you for listening to the Terminal Value Podcast. Please feel free to visit me online at www.terminalvalue.biz where you can subscribe, find me on social, and then we can connect and just keep the conversation going. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you and I hope you have a wonderful day. All rights reserved. No part of this broadcast may be produced in any form by any means without written permission from Business of Life, LLC. All trademarks and brands referred to herein are the property of their respective owners.